Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday morning here on the Pacific Coast. We are getting ever so closely to 2024. Exciting, isn't it? I'm so excited to see what the Lord has in store for us in this new year. A lot of people abide by the mantra of New Year, New Me. And indeed, many of us do have a fresh start to an extent as we venture into the new year. You know, some of us are being transferred to other departments in our jobs. Some of us are perhaps moving to another state, another country. In our own lives, some of us are formulating goals in order to better ourselves, you know, such as I want to get into exercise or I want to start or, you know, get involved with a new ministry endeavor and all these types of things. New territory, if you will. Indeed, often a new year will bring about new territory for us to traverse. Of course, for many of us, not much will really change in our everyday lives. Most of us will still be working at the same job, making the same pay, doing the same things, you know, the typical everyday routine that we have. But even for those who won't be making big changes necessarily in their lives at the beginning of 2024, even for them there's still the uncertainty of the new year. I think that all of us, when we're approaching a new year, we do wonder, hmm, I I wonder what this year will have have in store for me. A new year is a time of uncertainty for all of us. What will this year bring? It's new ground, right? You know, it's new territory. What will this year bring for me? I want to take the concept this morning of New Year, New Me, and then intermingle it with New Year, New Territory, and relate this all to the narrative that we find in the book of Ruth. Ruth was one who was starting out completely fresh in many ways. She was entering into a new place, a new scenery. Her husband had passed away. And so Ruth was just left with her mother-in-law, Naomi, and also her sister-in-law, whose husband also had passed away. And so at the beginning of the book of Ruth, Naomi told her daughters, Return home. Why would you come with me? Am I going to have any more sons who could become your husbands? Return home, my daughters. I am too old to have another husband. Even if I thought there was still hope for me, even if I had a husband tonight and then gave birth to sons, would you wait until they grew up? Would you remain unmarried for them? No, my daughters. It is more bitter for me than for you, because the Lord's hand has turned against me. Now Ruth's sister-in-law, Orpah, 
you know, she responded to this like, all right, sounds good. You know, <laughs> you know, we, we read that she kissed her mother-in-law goodbye until she went ahead and left. But we read that Ruth clung to her mother-in-law, Naomi. She wouldn't leave her. She told Naomi, where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, even if death separates you and me. When Naomi realized that Ruth was determined we read to go with her, she stopped urging her. And so they went ahead and they left the land of Moab, and they headed to Bethlehem. This was new land, new territory. Naomi would have been quite familiar with Bethlehem, for she was a Hebrew, and she lived in Bethlehem. But for Ruth, she had never been there. And Ruth was not a Hebrew, but rather Ruth was a Moabite. One very significant detail, of course, concerning the book of Ruth is that Ruth was a non-Jew, a Gentile, one that made it into the lineage of Jesus Christ. And so Ruth, as a foreigner to the land of Israel, this would have been completely new territory for her as she ventured into it with her mother-in-law. But notice here the faith that Ruth is demonstrating from the outside as she's entering into this new territory. She tells her mother, where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. A wonderful testament of this woman's faith. I talked about this recently in one of our other podcasts. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. I would encourage you to walk into 2024 with a boatload of faith. Faith that God has plans for you in this new year and that he will do incredible things in your life and through you as long as you walk into 2024 with faith. New year, new me, right? Perhaps you need to walk into 2024 with a new state of mind. One that puts all your worries and concerns about things behind and instead, you're walking into the new year with an open mind, open to the fact that God can and will do something cool in your life if you let him. Oftentimes, we don't want to give ourselves completely over to the Lord because we're afraid, actually, of what he will do. But God has such an incredible plan for you. He wants to do incredible things. Now, do you have the faith that he's capable of that? As you walk into this new year, as you walk into this new territory, pray about this. Interestingly, and this is perhaps looking at things from an even different angle, oftentimes as we go into a new year, we often traverse the same old territory because we're not willing to let God bring us into a new territory. Well, then looking at it from that angle, Ruth certainly wasn't afraid to allow God to bring her into new territory. Are you willing 
to let God bring you into new territory this new year? Are you truly willing to walk in that mindset of new year, new me? All right, then, well, God does have a new you for you. (laughs) But are you willing to take it? Now, Ruth had faith that God would provide for her if she entered into new territory. So no matter what angle we look at things here today in, in this podcast, the bottom line is, do you have faith that God can and will do cool things in this new year? This new territory that you're going into, if you allow him to. Do you have that faith? Well, Ruth did. And soon after arriving in Bethlehem, she was blessed with the opportunity to glean in the fields that belonged to Boaz, who was Naomi's close relative. And all this happened by God's divine providence. Boaz was also a kinsman redeemer. Now, the kinsman redeemer we read of in Leviticus chapter 25. The kinsman redeemer had the role of helping a loved one, a relative who was in need. And Ruth eventually asked Boaz if he, if he could um, become her kinsman redeemer. And that was also a big step of faith on her part. And you know what? Boaz was overjoyed when Ruth approached him with this request. And you can, of course, read the book of Ruth for yourself. They got married. They had children together. And the final five verses of Ruth detail how from her husband's line, we get David, the anointed king of Israel. And, of course, from David's line, that special seed. Eventually, that seed brought forth the king that God promised David whose kingdom would last forever and ever. Ruth's life truly was a testament to how if one has faith, faith that God will provide for them in the new territory they are traversing, and also faith that God will indeed bring them into new territory if they let him. If one has that type of faith as they walk into 2024, well, then God will truly be able to take them and do exceedingly, abundantly, above all they could ever ask or think. And that is what we want to see in 2024, I believe. God's children going out and accomplishing magnificent feats. Things that haven't even been accomplished before in many years on this earth for his kingdom. God can do it. The Lord can indeed bring about an incredible revival if we simply give ourselves over to Him and are willing for Him to truly utilize us as His instruments to the fullest extent. So I would encourage you to bear these things in mind and pray about them as we enter into the new year. And so that's my word of encouragement to all of you on this Wednesday morning. So this has been Mornings with Pastor Adam, everyone, on the West Coast Bible Teacher Podcast. I would encourage you, as always, to share this podcast with someone who you believe might be blessed by it. Also, please leave a positive review for me on whatever podcast directory you get this on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, um, or whatever, you know, wherever you get this, wherever you access this podcast. 
Um, and then also I would encourage you to check out my website, westcoastbibleteacher.com, and ex- subscribe to my email newsletter so that you could have access to my blog whenever uh, I have a new blog post and these things. So this has been Pastor Adam, everyone. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I'll talk to all of you tomorrow morning.